Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. I was down in Carson City at an event and I picked up some literature on the Nevada Association of Counties. And it's like I've been in this state for, oh gosh, 28 years and had no idea we had a Nevada Association of Counties, which is um, an organization formed in 1924. It's statewide and it serves and represents Nevada's county governments. Joining me today, Dagny Stapleton, who is the executive director, and I wanted to invite her in to tell us about the Nevada Association of Counties so that I am not alone in understanding. We have this uh, fabulous group of people, and so Dagny, welcome. Hi, Sherry. Thank <laughs> you so much. I'm happy to be here. So tell us, what is NACO? So NACO is, as you said, a statewide organization. We've been around almost 100 years, and our membership is all 17 of Nevada's counties. Um, and what we do is we're a forum for collaboration amongst Nevada's counties, and we support them in various ways. Um, through advocacy, we do a lot of work at the legislature on behalf of counties. We also provide education and training um, for county commissioners and county staff. And uh, depending on their needs, if it's a statewide issue, we uh, find ways to help. Interesting. So, you know, one of the things that, you know, our state is is pretty unusual because we have two very large urban mm -hmm. cores and then we have all these rurals who oftentimes feel left out. So how is it that, you know, you help a community like White Pine County that maybe has, what, a hundred a thousand people that live in the whole county? Mm -hmm who, you know, feel like maybe they're not being represented? Are you their voice? That's a great question. Um, so one of the things that we are proud of at NACO is really the level of collaboration statewide. So our state, as you mentioned, is very diverse. Um, we've got the two urban counties, Clark and Washoe counties, and then the rest of the 15 counties. And our board, our membership actually really does work very well together, and we do all come together. Our president right now is a commissioner from Clark County, Commissioner Lawrence Weekly. Um, our incoming president, uh, January 1st, is a commissioner from Lander County. Um, and, you know, we work on various issues, a lot of stuff that comes up at the legislature, and our members um, do find consensus a lot. And so it's pretty cool to see a statewide group uh, as diverse as that finding consensus and working on issues um, together. Um, so, um, give me an example of an issue that might come up that, sure. yeah. Sure. So, um, you brought up White Pine County. So we were actually out to White Pine County this week, providing them with an update on some of the things that we're doing. So we're going into the legislative session. So that's something we're focused on right now. Um, we've got a handful of bills that all the counties collectively said, okay, this policy change would help us. So that's, that's one way we talked about our bills with White Pine County. Um, again, we do trainings um, and, and support in, in that way too. So another way that we help a county like White Pine along with all the other counties and the urban counties too is we provide uh, training and education. We just came out of our annual conference a couple weeks ago, had attendance from around the state, panels on all sorts of things including workforce development um, and marijuana, the marijuana industry in the state. And we had a training for new commissioners, so things like that. So if I'm newly elected, mm -hmm. because I always wonder, how do I even know where to begin yeah. if I'm a newly right. elected commissioner at a county? So that's some of the work that you guys do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have a handbook for newly elected commissioners, and we do a training for them. So open meeting law, I guess, is covered. Always. <laughs> always. We always provide information on open meeting law. Yeah. Awesome. 
So, yeah, so I can imagine a new governor coming in and, of course, a legislative session that's just about to begin where you would be looking at, like you said, as counties, because even though all the cities and they have their own councils, I mean, it always seems like in the larger communities, the city councils and the counties always seem, yeah, always seem to be a little bit at odds. Well, that happens, um, but there's a, I think one of the distinctions is, is that cities are sort of more high profile, right? It's the mayors that sort of get more press and that everyone seems to know, whereas um, we say, who, who are our county commissioners? You know, our, in Washoe County, our commission chair right now is Commissioner Marsha Burke Bigler, um, and a lot of folks know her in the community, but everybody knows Mayor Sheeby, right? Um, and so cities are a little bit more high profile. Um, and the, the services that cities and counties provide are different, right? So, you know, um, land use and development, you know, um, um, emergency response, your police, um, roads, parks, things like that are things that cities do. Well, counties do all those things as well, um, both in some of the area that cities cover as well as for the unincorporated areas. So where cities are sort of our, you know, pockets of urban areas, county governments cover every square inch of this state. So divided by, the whole state is divided by 17, and every one of those counties provides services to, you know, every resident in the state. So some of the additional services that counties provide that cities do not um, are more, more on the human services side. Counties do some of those things. So counties help with the state's uh, Medicaid and some of those services. Um, counties also fund and provide our elections. So there are some city elections, but primarily our elections, state, federal, and local, are conducted and funded by counties. Um, counties also support and provide a lot of our um, justice system. So our district attorneys, your criminal prosecutors, those are counties, and counties pay for those. Um, your public defenders that defend those that, you know, under the U.S. Constitution have a right, right to an attorney if they can't afford one. Um, our courts, our, our district courts actually in Nevada are all funded. Um, I believe the judges are paid by the state, but the courts, um, that's the counties. Um, and of course, roads, counties pave over 65% of the roads in the state. So your city paves a lot of the roads in the city, but um, counties do a lot of infrastructure stuff. So some of our rural counties, water systems, sewer systems, um, flood control in our bigger counties. Um, our bigger counties, Clark County, that's uh, McCarran Airport is Clark County. So lots of infrastructure things counties do. Um, the justice, public safety, of course, our sheriff, police, fire, emergency responders, um, that's all counties. Um, so lots of stuff across the board, including, again, those human services function. Um, a lot of the sort of social safety net stuff and the criminal justice stuff falls to the county. So that's sort of that sort of underlying, a lot of those underlying systems are county systems um, that city folks rely on, too, even if they're living in an incorporated city and not in the unincorporated county. So. Yeah, I live in an unincorporated, so even though I'm affected by everything going mm -hmm. on in the city, I really rely more on the county for what it is that you guys do. So it's refreshing that, you know, the silos are kind of busted down and all of you come together. Do you meet every month? What is it that, yeah. So we meet every month. Uh, we occasionally go down and do meetings in Clark County in Southern Nevada. We've got video conferencing, teleconferencing, so our, our members can stay connected with us. But yeah, we meet every month in Carson City, and we have various things on our agenda, things that we're working on on behalf of counties. Um, just, I can give you a couple examples. You asked for that earlier. Um, 
we do, especially for our rural counties, we do a lot of support on natural resources and public lands issues. So Nevada's the state with the highest percentage of public lands in the nation. And counties not only provide a lot of services on our public lands, so your emergency response, a lot of the roads, um, call an ambulance when you're out hiking, you, you know, it's the county that's going to respond. Um, but also, um, we've got counties with over 90% public lands. I mean, Clark County down south is actually over 90% of that land area's public lands. And so the decisions that the BLM Forest Service, those federal agencies make, really affect all counties um, in terms of services, in terms of their economies, way of life, uh, economic development, of course, because uh, oftentimes uh, if a city or county wants to expand or needs to build even public infrastructure, um, they need to go to the federal agencies to get that land. We've got, you know, schools and, uh, you know, water systems and things like that that are actually on federal government land. So a lot of those decisions affect county governments. So one of the things we've been working on on behalf of, it's 15 or 16 out of the 17 counties are affected by the um, the potential listing of the sage grouse in Nevada, mm -hmm. the little yeah. little little sage grouse bird with the yellow breast that's really a beautiful bird. And um, and the the BLM and Forest Service are undergoing a huge planning effort for conservation and other things of that bird. And those documents are massive. They're under uh, NEPA, the National Environmental Protection Act. And uh, counties also have conservation efforts, land use plans, things like this. And so counties need to really fully engage with the federal agencies on those planning efforts and on how different restrictions are going to affect roads, infrastructures, their economies. So they need to engage and comment. And for our rural counties, they do not have the staff to do that. So one of the things we're working on is supporting uh, our rural counties, but also Washoe County as well, in providing comments on the, the, the huge draft plan right now that's out on sage grouse. So that's one of the things that we do. Uh, another example sort of on the other end of the spectrum um, in terms of things that are, people are usually interested in and know about, um, going from natural resources to um, indigent defense, public defenders. So mm -hmm. um, that's, again, when you, uh, you know, are poor and are convicted of a crime and don't have an attorney, you have a right to one. In Nevada, almost 100% of that is provided by the counties. Um, in other states, it's a state function, but in Nevada, it's the counties. And so there have been conversations about reforming that system. So uh, during the interim, and there'll be work done this legislative session. Uh, in legislative sessions past, NACO has brought bills to try to address funding to make sure counties can provide those attorneys and have good systems. Um, so we've been working on that all interim the last couple years. Um, and working with all our different members on if there was reform to that system, you know, what the state role is, what that would look like. So two very different examples for you there, public defense and natural resources, just of some of the things that we work on on behalf of our members. Awesome. Well, we have to go to break. We come back. I'm going to pick up on this conversation with Dagny Stapleton, who is the executive director of the Nevada Association of Counties. Because this is fascinating to me to know that there is this overarching organization that brings all the voices together so that you um, can get things accomplished. And I like that. Reno Technology Academy. Scholarships are available for your career in the Internet of Things. Improving your technical skills can help you attain an income of up to 80000 Register online or 849-4983. Reno Technology Academy. 
If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Reno Technology Academy. Scholarships are available for your career in cybersecurity. Improving your technical skills can help you attain an income of up to 90000 Register for your scholarship online or call 849-4983. Reno Technology Academy. Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. Nevada's 17 counties range in population from 832 residents to over 2 million. The largest county is over 18,000 square miles, and the smallest is 157 square miles. While many residents live in urban areas where hospitality and business services lead Nevada's economy, rural counties contribute to the state's economy through mining, manufacturing, ranching, and agriculture. My guest today is Dagny Stapleton, the Executive Director for the Nevada Association of Counties. And we've been talking about just what this association does. You're obviously a, an advocacy group. You gather everybody. But let's talk about it from the business perspective. So we're taxpayers, and we know that our funds go into the big general fund, and then, of course, the governor and the legislature divvy it up. So how hard is it for counties to get their fair share? That's a great question, um, and I just want to the numbers you just read about the populations of our smallest counties, that's 2016. In 2018, their population's up to 900-something. So Ooh, I just want to correct that. Gross. I apologize. <laughs> right. So counties provide a lot of services that the economy and business businesses in our community depend on, you know, things like roads and the justice system, things like that. Um, and counties provide all those services also with, you know, a set of revenues that they use to do that. Um, and revenues for counties, um, counties have dedicated revenues. So in terms of, you know, the money that taxpayers pay, what goes to counties, what goes to the state, counties have, so our sales tax is seven something, is that right? Eight something. Eight now. something? Okay, yeah. in Washoe County, it's yeah. eight something, I think. And at least two cents of that goes to count, counties have certain options that they can increase the sales tax for particular things. Um, and then uh, a lot of that sales tax revenue goes into a pot at the state and gets redistributed. Some goes directly to the state and stays with them. Some gets redistributed through what we call the C-tax formula. Um, there's other revenues thrown into that, and those get distributed out to the counties. That's one of the primary sources of revenue for counties. The other one, really, uh, it's, it's, it's in the majority of our counties, it's the number one source of revenue is our property taxes, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of your, you know, a fair tax system the tax that you pay goes to the services that you use, right? And it's that connection is is sort of a direct connection. So your property taxes um, is a local tax that goes to then directly to your cities and counties for a lot of those direct services, things like your roads, your parks, uh, your sheriff. Over a, a large proportion of county budgets go to law enforcement. And so uh, property taxes is one of those. It's a locally collected tax that goes... You know, so it doesn't go through the state, goes directly to your county general fund to help pay for a lot of those services. 
that I talked about. Uh, a lot of our rural counties that have mining de depend on the net proceeds tax. Uh, that uh, makes up a significant portion of their revenues out there. Um, but the primary revenues are um, sales tax sort of through the state and back, and then uh, our property tax system for those services. So every county, of course, would have its own little priority list of what they want to get done and what they want to accomplish. And so because you guys all come together once a month, you have representation from all 17 counties, and I imagine you bring in others like, you know, the water uh, resource people and the public lands and everything. So you're all speaking the same language, especially when it's time to go in front of the legislature, right? Or do you find that, well, let me just say, does, does everybody get along? I mean, are you really working well together? Uh, I'll say something we're proud of in our organization that is absolutely true. We do all work together. Now, do individual folks, you know, out in different areas of the state get along? Well, we know that there's, you know, people with varying opinions and priorities that, of course, have differences. Generally, because our board works on consensus, we take up issues that we know are statewide issues and issues for all counties. And if there's an issue that we know uh, that's going to divide uh, counties, we generally won't take it up. It becomes an individual county issue. So, you know, famously in Nevada, uh, water is a contentious issue. So we don't engage a lot uh, on water issues because there are conflicts, as we know, between counties on how those resources are going to be managed. So, um, and you know, the other part of that is really there are so many challenges and so many so many challenges counties face and so many responsibilities uh, that, that, that counties have that we've got enough to do on the things we all have in common, right? So when we go to the legislature, for example, um, you know, say a thousand bills come out generally around that, we'll end up tracking almost just under half of those because that's the number of bills that affect counties in some way because of that wide array of services that counties provide. So our members um, find a lot of common ground on all the responsibilities that they have. So, you know. In Washoe County, you know, youth homelessness mm. is a big issue. And if you were to talk to the county, the cities, mm. they all point different fingers mm -hmm. at everybody else. And so how do you zero in? You know, things like that to me are solvable. Mm. So how do you zero in and say, let's just focus on this for this particular county so we can help get it solved versus it just continues year after year where we're still dealing with youth homelessness. Well, that's a good example of a service. Who provides it? You know, who's responsible? Um, a lot of the services to the homeless community do fall on counties, um, some to the state. So counties are, in a way, that social safety net. Cities can come in and do some things as well. I know, you know, we know in Washoe County share a responsibility for the homeless shelter, although I know, and I'm, I'm gonna just mm. gonna stop there because that's controversial <laughs> and it's above sort of what I know on that that's specific above your pay issue. Grade right now. But um, yeah, it is. <laughs> but, you know, all counties have needs in terms of homelessness and, and the services to those folks. And so, one way that we can help with that is, you know, be a forum for. So, in addition to the county commissioners, as you mentioned, we bring other folks in. Uh, that we also work with, and a lot of those are the specific county officials, right? So like every county has an assessor, every county has a treasurer, they have associations. Those guys have a seat, have non-voting seats on our boards. We try to, you know, work with them as well. Clerks and registrars on election issues. So a part of the, you know, one of those groups that we interface in as well is the human services directors for each county. So uh, NACO also 
um, serves helps to serve as a forum for those folks. You know, so those are the folks who might be meeting and talking specifically about those services. Where is the funding coming from? Um, how, say, for example, is um, you know legislation at the state maybe going to support or maybe not? Um, you know, they share ideas in terms of programming and federal funds that a lot of them use, and a lot of that is paid for for county general funds. So then we talk about county revenues and property taxes and things like that. So, as a constituent out here in the county, if if I think there's some issue or thing that you know needs to be addressed, do I present that to you guys, the Nevada Association of Counties, or am I not invited to the table? Well, our meetings, uh, we um, our meetings are public meetings, and the agendas are posted on our website, nvnaco.org is our website, nvnaco.org. Uh, so anyone's welcome to attend those meetings. Um, generally. As I've been explaining, we're a forum for you know common issues that all counties are, are facing. So if there's a specific issue in your community, probably the best thing is to engage directly with whoever your county commissioner is and see you know what your county's doing on it specifically in your community. And you know that engagement is important. All counties are are subject to the open meeting law, and so when they meet, those agendas are posted and the public is invited and. Uh, it's important to engage, and I would say that we would in encourage that. Our members would encourage that. The more people that understand, you know, the services that we provide and the challenges we face and what we do with your tax dollars, the better. So um, I would say attend a county commission meeting, get a sense of what uh, what the counties do and who your commissioners are, um, and that that's a great way to engage. And, and visit our website. There's lots of information there as well. Right, and then know that they're attending your organization to sure. talk the bigger issues sure. to make sure that everyone's coming in, especially into legislative sessions mm -hmm. with some agenda, some consensus, some you know way to get something done, mm -hmm. basically, right? So as a one voice versus 17, all fighting for the same dollar issue or attention, right? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And uh, so how long have you been, Dagny, how long have you been the executive director? So uh, a year and a couple months. Um, so Jeff Fontaine, longtime executive director, retired last October, and I took over for him. I was the deputy director under him um, and worked under him for about five years um, and then worked before that at the legislature and on, you know, other local government issues. So, so but with this organization, six years. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I'm glad that you're there. And that you're Thank here you. to educate us about the Nevada Association of Counties. If anybody wants to learn more about what you do, go to nvnaco.org. And, you know, just understand that um, this organization's been around for over 100 years. Just under, yes, 100 years. So that's pretty amazing, mm -hmm. the consistency and... Obviously, it's probably pretty exciting when you see the growth in in our state and the good things that are going on. And um, so, awesome. Yeah, thank you for being thank here. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Any last punch of a statement you want to make about your organization? <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. Visit our website, find out more about us. Uh, one of the things that we always say in a, in connection with the National Association of Counties. Every state has an association of counties and there's a national association with great folks that work on Capitol Hill. And 
One of the things that we all say is counties matter. Um, and folks, a lot of times, you know, cities are more high profile, but counties provide so many of the services that we rely on um, and things that people really find important and need in their everyday lives, you know, from elections to, you know, some of those natural resources issues. And um, so that counties matter and, and get involved and, um, you know, well, and reach out. Well, when you think of our state, I mean, there's more county than city. There is. There absolutely is. <laughs> so, yeah, counties do matter. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you again, Dagny Stapleton, for joining me, Executive Director, Nevada Association of Counties. And thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. Reno Technology Academy. Human ingenuity is shaping a new technological future. IoT, the Internet of Things. The demand for skilled developers and tech workers is high. Reno Technology Academy has a new training program and the only IoT lab in the state. For the next generation of makers and inventors who want to turn their obsession into a reality, Reno Technology Academy has scholarships available right now. Call 849-4983 and apply today or visit renotechnology.academy. Join Inc. Northern Nevada's Workforce Development Solution is auctioning off an amazing winter ski package for Heavenly Ski Resort. This package includes lift tickets, restaurant gift cards, and much more. When you bid on this fabulous Heavenly Ski package, you are supporting Join Inc., a key partner in workforce development, which is one of the best investments you can make to boost the Northern Nevada economy. Go to join.org to start bidding today.